This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job, sir. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, with your host, John Rush. All right, happy Monday, everybody. Welcome, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Uh, thank you so much for uh, joining us today. I do appreciate it very much, and hope you all have a great, had a great weekend, fabulous weekend. Impossible question of the day. Answer to Fridays is Alfred Hitchcock once called it a very bad movie and was glad it was lost. However, his film is now at the top of the British Film Institute's most wanted list of lost films. Name the film that is the Mountain Eagle, which I've never heard of or seen. have no idea what that is. So clueless when it comes to that. The impossible question of today. Answer this on the RushToReason.com website. Which amusement ride made its debut at the 1893 World's Fair? Name the amusement ride which made its debut at the 1893 World's Fair. That was a long time ago, by the way. And I was not around then. Nor were probably any of you listening, by the way. Charlie guessed, but I will not say on air because he is correct. Yes, Charlie's right. So if you want to know the answer, ask Charlie. Uh, answer that again on the RushToReason.com website. A Hi-Fi Plumbing, the guys are going to try to join us here in a few minutes. If they don't, I'll talk about them here for a moment as well. They've got a great deal going on right now on water heaters, instant or tank type. Now, depending upon what you have going on, you may need that done. And they need checked periodically as well. And if your hot water heater is in a spot that you just don't, frequent that area much and you don't look at it much that's something you should have high five out and just look at maintain and tell you what the lifespan of that unit is the last thing you want is a hot water heater sorry a water heater that heats water it's i know everybody calls them hot water here i've been corrected a gazillion times it doesn't it's not a hot water heater it's a cold water heater i get it it's kind of like kleenex though i know it's not always kleenex it's facial tissue and it can be made by any number of of companies out there, from generic to to you name it. But we still call it Kleenex. It's the same thing with a hot water heater. It's, you know, whatever, splitting hairs. Your heater that has water that runs through it that then heats it up. Let's talk, let's talk about that for a moment. They do need periodic maintenance. There's things that they need, even at times, can have some things changed. The anode rod and so on can be changed out to keep the scale and things in the heater itself down now i also know that there are differences in heaters a great deal of differences in heaters this is something that high five can help you with by the way i mean everything from a low grade heater to high grade heaters and some will say well it just heats water how how difficult can that be and how could there be a huge difference between one versus the other trust me folks 
there is. Everything from the R value, the insulation, the size of the tank, how it's made, is it self-cleaning, you name it. There's all sorts of things that go into those heaters, and there is a huge difference between a good heater and a not-so-good heater. Now, will they all get the job done at the end of the day? Yeah, pretty much, but how efficient they do that and how long they last, huge differences between a low-quality one and a high-quality one, and that's something you can ask High five about. And again, they've got a great deal on them right now. I believe it's $250 off. Just call 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE, and they can walk you through all of that, including whatever maintenance you might need around the house when it comes to plumbing. And that's another one where some would say, I need I need maintenance with my plumbing. Well, have you looked at anything plumbing-wise in your house? Just because everything's working today doesn't mean that it will be tomorrow. Yes, those things need to be looked at. There's things that need to be checked. From everything you know that involves the freshwater side to... What goes out the sewer or your septic system, depending upon what you have. There's a vast array of things that can be done on both sides of that to make sure that you're up to speed and things are going to last a long time. There's things they can look at, check, weeping, corrosion, things along those lines. So the other thing that they can do is upgrades as well. If there's something where you're thinking, hey, I'd like to have instant water at my at my primary bath, I will not make the mistake of calling it a master bath, even though that's what we've all called it forever. So maybe you want instant water at your primary bathroom, your shower. That can be done as well. And you'll say, well, how? Ask High Five Plumbing. They can explain the devices they can install that will enable you to have, for the most part, I mean, instant hot water as in you count to five and you'll have water, hot water. And they will walk you through all those things and how that works. So again, 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE, and I get that they get busy at times and fully aware of that. And and uh, again, believe me, folks, uh, they're doing their very best to take care of you all, and that to me is far more important than me talking to them and wasting their time as well. If they've got time for me, that's great. If not, then that's more, that you know, that is fine as well. So high five plumbing, anything you need, give those guys a call. They'd love to take care of you. Much like Al Smith, Golden Eagle Financial, anything you need when it comes to your retirement, life insurance, your planning, your future planning, where are you going to be? How are you going to get there? And it's never too late to start. Whether you're very young or very old, Al can help any and all. 303-529, or sorry, that's not the right number. Give me one second here. Helps if I'm on my my right page here three and i looked at al's number this morning by the way because I, I need to contact him about a couple of couple of things on my end because he does my stuff as well al smith golden eagle financial 303-744-1128 and again if you're driving and you need any of these numbers that i mentioned just go right to the website uh klzradio.com you can find everything listed there as well but that's al smith 303-744-1128 don't procrastinate after 20 years with golden eagle financial al smith understands that one of the main keys to a successful plan is optimizing it with a professional in a timely manner. When you procrastinate reviewing your financials for retirement, you're accepting preventable potential losses. Careful planning with a professional helps you capitalize on opportunities that exist organically in your life now. Al can make a calculated projection of your finances based on your unique situation to position your money for the retirement you want. In his 30 years of experience as a financial advisor, Al has counseled hundreds of people who've gone through the same transition that you are. Don't wait to optimize your retirement plan. Get a fresh look with Al Smith now at 303-744-1128, 303-744-1128, or visit klzradio.com money. Advisory services offered through Foundation Investment Advisors, an SEC-registered advisor. 
All right, we've got more weather coming in tonight and through the uh, middle of this week. I don't think we're going to be out of it until sometime in, on Thursday. Why is that important? Because you need a good roof over your head. Make sure that it keeps you dry and that it protects you in all ways possible. And as roofs age, they need different maintenance. Different things can happen. We talked to Dave on on Saturday on Fix It Radio, and you can actually hear some of what he says tomorrow during Fix It Radio from 2 to 3 right here on KLZ as well before I come on. If there's anything else you need, though, when it comes to your roof, Dave can do it all from full replacement to repairs to extending the life of 303-710-6916. You need a roof that is going to keep you and yours protected from the Colorado elements this winter. But having a reliable, functioning roof doesn't mean you should have to compromise your bank account. Here at Roof Savers Colorado, we try to save every client from the expense of a costly replacement with a rejuvenation treatment. This 100% plant-based product gives you new roof performance without new roof costs. But sometimes a replacement is absolutely necessary. With over 20 plus years of roofing experience, we believe in helping you determine the right solution for your family. For any roofs that do not qualify for the treatment, we work with your insurance so you can get the replacement you need. Contact Dave Hart, owner of Roof Savers Colorado today, and he will inspect your roof to see if it qualifies for the treatment. Call 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. Or go to RoofSaversCO.com today to ensure your family is protected. God. Country. Reason. Now back to John Rush. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. All right, lots to talk about. Where do I start today? Let's do this. Because she's probably here as we speak because I've already seen things on social media about traffic being awful in certain parts of town, specifically the Arvada slash Golden area. Because VP Kamala, Kamala, however you say your name, Harris, every, every time I hear the media say it, it's a different way. You'd think by now we'd have a standardization of her name even by herself, but I'm not sure she calls herself the same name every time she says it, given her track record on not doing well with speeches and so on. But she's in Arvada this afternoon, this evening, and I think she's there to discuss climate change, which I'm not sure she realizes that we've actually had one of the colder Winter's on record here in Colorado. It was totally against all predictions. And if you talk to folks in the Sierra Nevadas, they would probably argue with that statement. I would as well. I know there's folks out there listening that think I'm way off my rocker because I don't believe in any type of climate change. Actually, it does change. I do believe in climate change, not the, just not the kind that the liberal left believes in. No, the planet's not warming. Is it changing? Yes. Has it, has it come up? Ever so slightly in temperature. It is ever so slightly, by the way. It's it's not even a full, what is it, like a point, point and a half is all when it's all said and done. And even that's arbitrary. So is it changing? Always. Yes. Our climate is always changing. Is it changing because of anything we as humans are doing? Absolutely not. Sorry, it's just not. Is it changing because of things happening naturally? around us on an ongoing basis? Yeah, absolutely it is. And we've said it many times. In fact, I've got Larry Behrens is going to join us in the 4 o'clock hour, so I'm not going to spend a lot of time here on this because we'll get more information from him. But reality is a higher CO2 
doesn't hurt anything. It actually helps us. So all of this talk about CO2 gas raising and it's a problem and blah, 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 blah. It's all you hear about from the left. It's actually not a problem. It's quite the opposite. In fact, if, if we had warming temperatures, which is debatable whether we do or not, if we had warming temperatures, societies do better when it's warmer than when it's colder. We as a world would be better off warm than cold. And this nonsense of the polar ice, ice caps melting away and the fact that because of that, sea levels will rise. I guess people have never done the test where they take a glass of water, put ice cubes in the water, look at the level of that water, watch the ice cubes melt over the period of four or five hours and tell me if the level changes. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't get any fuller when the ice melts. If anything, it might drop ever so slightly. Why? Because ice has air in it. Water does not. Have, well, I mean, water does, but not the same kind that ice has. We know it has air in it because that's how fishes, fish, fishies, fish. How do I say that, Charlie? Fish, plural. What is the plural of fish? Fishies? <laughs> I don't. What is the plural of fish? Fish? Is that it? I don't know. Anyways. We know they breathe oxygen from the water. So, yes, I understand that water has a certain amount of oxygen in it, but not the way we're thinking when it comes to how ice is made and so on. Anyways, bottom line, VP Harris is in Arvada. I believe she's at the Performing Arts Center up there. Uh, I don't know why that particular location is where it's been chosen. I guess they have some sort of a meeting there, and she's joining in on the meeting, I guess. There is, as you all know, a $430 billion push, billion, B, $430 billion push from the Biden administration on, quote-unquote, green energy, which we've talked about a lot. It's not green. Anyways, I'll get into that more with Larry here at 4 o'clock, so I won't, I won't spend much more time on that. But if you're out driving around, my point I wanted to make on all of that is you're driving around and haven't heard that she's in town and you're wondering why is traffic all snarled up, especially on the west side of town, that is why. I don't know this for sure, but my gut feeling is they probably flew into Rocky Mountain Airport. I don't know what jet she actually flies on. It's not Air Force One, so she's typically on a smaller jet, which I think can land up at Rocky Mountain. And even if not, I think they could transport her from the Air Force Base. Now, again, I have no idea where she landed. They could, they could you know, transport her back up by helicopter or whatever the case may be to Jeffco and then take a car from there. I have no idea what the logistics are. Don't care, to be honest with you. I didn't look at any of that because it doesn't matter to me. Anytime I hear her speak, I cringe. I've not yet heard a complete, full, logical sentence come out of her mouth that makes any sense yet. The entire time she's been VP. She had some sentences she made during the debates prior to becoming VP, but I'm, I'm not joking, folks, and this is not a laughing matter. We have a VP that you have a hard time following when she's actually having any kind of a conversation publicly where she's being recorded. Now, what is it like off camera? I have no idea. I've never spoken to her face-to-face. But I can tell you on camera, if you're a Democrat, you should be embarrassed. I am, and I'm not even a Democrat. And I'm embarrassed. And as I've said many times, the left gave Dan Quayle a hard time for some of the things that he said as VP, and yet this woman gets a pass Day after day after day after day. And it'll be interesting to see some of the video clips that potentially will come out of the meeting today, which I'm guessing there will be. So I did want to talk about 
people returning to the office. Now, before I get into Resume Builder's study on worker satisfaction with returning to the office, I'm going to go back to some statements Andy and I made all through COVID when it came to off-site workers. And some of you may be an off-site worker. You may love it. You may be very productive at your job. My, my thought process is most aren't. There are a few workers that I think do well off-site and on their own and working remotely. Most don't. And we've talked through that in the past on this program many times. And by the way, we've, one of the other things that Andy and I have been correct on, we should have added that to the list of all the COVID things I talked about last Thursday that we've been right on. But really, the things, this one we've been correct on as well, and that is remote workers will, will end up, that, that trend will stop. People will have to go back into the office because, A, they're not as efficient as they would be in the office, and, B, companies are realizing that they're losing money by having these people at home. It's just not working. So there is, though, a survey on worker satisfaction returning to the office. 62% now, so it's over half, of workers are now required to go into the office five days a week. 37% of workers would prefer to work less frequently from the office. Half of this group want to be fully remote. Of course they do. Of course they do. Andy and I have talked about this many times. Why? Because they don't have to work as much. You don't have to travel. You can work in your jammies all day if you want to. Even if you're doing something on Zoom or whatever, okay, put a nice shirt on, and you you could have not even had a shower that day if, if you wanted to. No one cares. I don't get it because that's not how a successful individual operates. But, hey, teach his own. I, mean, I work from home every day. I'm, I'm unique. I'm different. I, it's just what I do. done it now for a number of years. Do I get up every morning, shower, and put on you know, my work attire that I wear here every day? Yes. First thing in the morning. Ask my wife. I don't work in my jammies until noon and then get dressed and come in here at 1 o'clock and hang out here for an hour or two and then do the show from 3 to 6 and then go home and put jammies back on. It's not what I do at all, nor do I think anybody else should. Now, if you want to, I guess more power to you. I, again, will say that's not what successful people do. I realize there's that rare exception of some guy that invented some unique thing sitting behind the computer and he's wearing his jammies and, or you know his sweatpants and his wife beater and he's figured out a way to get things done that way, but that is not the norm. The majority of successful people don't work in their jammies. They get up, they get ready, they get themselves ready psychologically, physically, everything, and then they work. So, of course, 30% of workers want to not come into the office as much. Why? Because it's easy. There's no accountability for the most part. If there's any accountability, it's minimal. So, yes, most workers want to be fully remote. Who wouldn't? You don't have to do as much. Charlie and I have had this conversation even off air at times. You, you just don't get the, the innovation. You don't get the collaboration. You don't get the socialization. I mean, I can go down all of the Asians that you don't get when you're working from home, and there's a lot. And I will say it, there's very few people that can do that, do it efficiently, and are giving their company their full money's worth. Just my two cents. But I think studies are showing that I'm not wrong. 29% of workers wanting to work from home more 
will quit this year if the policy doesn't change, and they'll probably be jobless, by the way. And depending upon what they do for the company and how valuable they are or aren't, they may not even get replaced, period. In other words, the company will just figure out a way to work around that individual and not worry about it. So if they decide to quit, I'm not sure the company cares. So that's, by the way, that's a 30%, 29%, that want to work from home will quit if they don't get that opportunity. Ridiculous, by the way. That's just, in my opinion, pure laziness. 22% say they would take a salary cut to work from home more. Of course they would, because again, I go back to the fact they don't have to work as much. There's less expense. They don't have to drive. They don't have to go anywhere. In my opinion, it's just an excuse to be lazy. I'm sorry. I'm going to say it like it is. That's how I view it. Bob and Thornton, you're up. Hi, John. Hey, sir. Uh, Bob from Thornton. Uh, Hey, let me tell you about my day today. Let's hear Uh, it. I went uh, went to bed last night, and I slept, and I didn't care who worked and who didn't work. But uh, I woke up in the morning. Guess what? Uh, There was electricity in my house. There was lights on. Somebody had to go to work. Uh, I turned my heat up for the day. Uh, somebody had to go to work. Uh, I got in my car and I drove Uber. I drove uh, 14 rides today. Uh, I couldn't uh, do that from home. Mm. And the people that I uh, picked up and drove were going to work. Yep. Uh, I, uh, at the end, or this afternoon, I was near uh, Costco and I uh, went in there to fill up my tank for tomorrow. Somebody was there working. Uh, sort of amazing bob isn't it i went into the store i bought some items people were working in the store i bought some items i went home uh i went to king supers people were working in the store and i bought a couple other things i came home i turned on the uh television and i watched the news people were there uh displaying the news to me um my entire day john i think that 99 percent of the of my functions and my uh, interactions with the economy, people were at work. Yeah, yeah, great point, Bob. Uh, again, Bob, I, I'm I'm just baffled at the amount of people that want to work from home and claim that if they can't work from home, they'll quit and go find something else. Well, Bob, what happens when all of the quote-unquote work-from-home jobs, which I think they're already starting to diminish, what happens when they're all gone? What are these people going to do? I have no clue, John. I mean, uh, I, you know, in my previous life, I was, uh, uh, I worked for AT and T, uh, and you know, a lot of that, a lot of that kind of stuff, I did uh, over the internet, over the phone, stuff like that. But when there was a project to be done, I had to get on an airplane, mm. fly to where the project was going, mm-hmm. oversee the project, and I had to be there. But not, you know, some of that was. But that was in a previous life. But I'm telling you, in my day to day, and I don't know what I'm going to do for the rest of the day. But everybody that I had interconnection with was at work. Yep. Yep. Uh, I again, Bob. I'm I am baffled, and Andy and I talked about this from the get go. This is a habit that got created that never should have, by the way. And now it's a problem that some companies are going to have a hard time overcoming. And they never should have done it in the first place. Okay, thanks, John. Thanks, Bob. I appreciate that very much, as always, and always appreciate your comments. Craig, you're up next. Go ahead, sir. Hey, John. How uh, are you, sir? You happen to... All right. Uh, did you happen to see the D 
DIA director being grilled. I did. By, by the uh, Senate. The, the uh, guy, the guy can't answer a aviation question, as you know. He cannot. And, you know, the the politeness thing, he goes extremely on the politeness scale. Well, that's a great, you know, thank you for the question, but no, I can't answer it. Thank you for the question. No, I can't answer it. How could a guy like that possibly think he could be nominated with no knowledge? I have no idea. And furthermore, how could the president of the United States actually nominate somebody that way that has so, you know, not even so little, has zero experience when it comes to airline safety, Craig. Zero experience. Running an airport, which, by the way, he doesn't even do that effectively. I talked about that last week, numerous, you know, numerous days, Craig. Not only can he not run DIA effectively, we now want this guy to run the entire FAA. FAA. Is the Biden administration, which we do know, I mean, it's just a bunch of communists that are trying to run the country, but really, are they that dumb? Well, have you ever been able to bluff your way through a, a job or a position like this guy seems to have been able to? No. No. Pretty, pretty amazing. It's pretty amazing, isn't it? It actually, and, Craig, is. I mean, again, it's amazing to me that, you know, he's even sitting there in the first place and somebody at a high level. Because here again, Joe Biden and the folks that are close to him don't know every single person that's out there. So you and I both know how that works. Joe Biden does know all these people. Somebody along the line thought that Mr. Washington would be a good nomination for FAA chair. He checks all the boxes. Let's go ahead and do it. So someone along the line, somebody recommended him to Biden to be put through, because you know, you and I both know Biden did not handpick him to be the FAA administrator. This was something that was done through back channels, and you have to wonder who does Mr. Washington know and have dirt on to give him the positions that he's had all these years, because the bottom line is the guy can't run. You know, Craig, I'll go as far as saying I don't think the guy can run anything, period. Well, you know, this, this whole equity program that they've got going, this administration, it's going to get somebody hurt. Yes, it is. You're going you're gonna to have somebody in a position of authority making decisions that they have no knowledge correct. of, and somebody's going to get correct. hurt. You're 100% correct, Craig. Yes, that is. especially when it's when it comes to things like this. Now, honestly, you want to put Buddha Judge, who again knows nothing about transportation, in charge of transportation. There's another enough enough other folks that are in that world and so on. Where all he is is a figurehead, anyways. The FAA administrator is not that same position. The FAA administrator does have responsibilities and sets a lot of policy when it comes to airline safety, you and I safety as passengers, and putting somebody in there like Washington that honestly knows nothing about Federal Aviation Administration and how it works and, and even re, in regards to airline safety. I mean, again, he couldn't answer a single question thrown at him, and I guarantee you there are flight attendants out there that could answer most of the questions that Mr. Washington was asked. Well, you know, all the pilots, you know, and we have good pilots in this country. We they do at the moment, in, yes, but they're re- unfortunately, Craig, they're retiring. Right. I understand because, you know, it started with the COVID vaccine mandates and, and they were getting their retirement, said, you know, I've had enough. I can take early retirement. And now they're lessening the standards for pilots, uh, commercial pilots, as far as number of hours flown and things like that. Again, you know, they're, they're going to put the lives of a lot of people in jeopardy as many people that fly in this country and the pilots themselves should cringe at the thought of this guy being the director of the faa i agree i agree craig you're spot on all right i'll run to break craig thanks as always i appreciate it john hang tight we'll come right back to you and uh, somebody else texted in by the way just to kind of finish up the last topic work from home 
equals AI replaceable. So I would be really careful if you're somebody out there listening that thinks it's great working from home, because here's the reality. Yeah, you're going to be replaced by technology in the not too distant future, depending upon what it is you actually do. But if your job is that meaningless that you can actually do it from home and you don't have to go into the office, be careful. You're liable to be replaced with AI. We'll be right back. Hi-Fi Plumbing, again, is, is up next. I talked about them a moment ago. Anything you need when it comes to plumbing, Hi-Fi Plumbing, 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. You think it's just a little bit of hair clogging your drain, but when you clean it out yourself, that doesn't solve the issue. Whether you're facing slow drainage, a complete clog, or trouble with backflow, High Five Plumbing will do a full inspection of the problem and help you understand how you can be proactive in the future. Anytime your plumbing won't drain, it could be hair, but it could also be tree roots, cracked pipes, or a buildup of quote-unquote flushable products. Whatever the case may be, when you aren't sure what is causing the clog, you need to call a professional. Call the plumbers that educate you at High Five Plumbing so you can prevent the same problem from happening again. For a limited time only, KLZ listeners get $200 off a tanked water heater or $500 off a tankless water heater provided by High Five Plumbing. Call now at 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. That's 877-934-4445. High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. Estate planning, yes, that's a big deal. You need to have help there. That's not something you can do yourself online. Give Michael Bailey a call, 720-394-6887. Michael Bailey would never write a will for a compromised person because he has an obligation to protect his clients. Depending on the emergency, Michael's ethical responsibility as a counselor at law may prevent him from creating a last-minute estate plan because you can't always make rational decisions under pressure or even have the ability to make decisions at the end. Plan ahead. Give yourself the time to clearly and calmly establish your final wishes. Call KLZ's Mobile Estate Planner now before the situation becomes problematic. 720-730-7274. 720-730-7274. All right, Colorado Heritage Education School System, Chess for short. They come alongside homeschoolers and help you out in whatever you need when it comes to homeschooling, including their own brick-and-mortar school where they can even assist you with certain classes. ColoradoHeritage.org is the website. Whether you're a homeschooling family in northern Colorado or you are thinking about homeschooling for the first time, Colorado Heritage Education School System, Chess, has over 30 years of experience coming alongside homeschooling families. Chess offers a variety of classes from K-12 through to supplement your home curriculum, all of which are taught from a conservative, biblical perspective. Colorado Heritage respects your conservative Christian values and stands against the woke agenda being pushed in government-run schools. Chess teachers are dedicated, committed Christians who are also homeschooling veterans. We care about your student and their academic success, as well as their spiritual growth. Our diploma program for high school students helps prepare students for college, trade schools, and for life. Chess offers scholarships to qualifying families. If you are tired of the public school system's agenda, join Chess where you can use your freedom to direct and control and customize your child's education. Visit coloradoheritage.org to schedule a meeting with the principal. Now, back to Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. And we are back. John and Cheyenne, you are next. What's going on, sir? Well, 
Stoop, one comment on what uh, Craig said. Um, that guy that nominated, he's done such a terrific job running DIA. Oh, it's yeah, it's just been and awesome. Before, uh, uh-huh. And before that, he ran the L.A. subway system, and that's just another shining example. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how they can nominate this guy with his resume being so terrible. You know what I mean? Like I said, he's got it, and Joe Joe from Jersey even said this. He's got, you know, dirty pictures or inside information or something on somebody (laughs) somewhere in the party to be able to do the things this guy's done and fail at every one of them. As Joe says, he fails upwards, John. Yeah, yeah, and if you've ever been in the corporate world, you see those people all the time. Yeah, and typically, again, it comes back to who do they know? What do they have dirt on? I mean, reality is yeah. most of them that are, that are doing it not off of merit, but just off of who they are. There's other things going on, and my feeling on Mr. Washington is that's the case. Right. But going back to your original subject, top of the, you know, right after um, working from home, that a lot of the jobs that people can work from home are it related where you're working in virtual servers all the time so whether you're sitting in an office or you're sitting at home you're sure. working on the same but, but john really quick yeah. really and again verify this for me that really hasn't changed just because of COVID. that's something that that particular yeah. end of things has been doing for quite some time this article that from resume builder is really talking about again because right. there are certain people that yes you can work remotely and you know court reporters things like that and those folks are different they've done it for years they know what to mm-hmm. do this is an article talking about people that during COVID went home to work they're now required to come back to the office they're they're not happy about it. They want to work from home. They're not the person you're talking about, by the way. No, and every even the people that were five-day-a-week office people until COVID got sent home and got brought back even a couple of days a week, most corporations, if you work on a computer, they know exactly what you're doing every minute of every day because as soon as you log on to the corporate network, they know when you're on. They know when you're away. They know everything. So I know for a fact that there were some people who, when they brought them back to office, and they said, well, I don't want to come back. And they said, we're going to have to let you go because your productivity is horrible at home. Yep. Yet there, yet there are other people who they're like, company policy is three days a week. You can take your two days at home if you want because you produce wherever. Like, I know for myself, when I work from home, my boss always gets extra time out of me because I'm up in the morning. Right. I don't have to drive. Well, you're I'm yeah, you're home. like me. You're doing you know, you're doing something from the minute you wake up. That's just you. Yeah. Or yeah. The other thing is, is like I'm a night shower, so no, I don't get up in the morning and take a shower when I'm working from home or when I'm going to work. I just get up and wash up real good. Sure. Because I'm a night shower. You know what I'm saying. Right. But uh, I get dressed. You yeah, know. but you, you'd be surprised. We've seen these articles, John. You'd be surprised how many oh, people yeah. that work from home don't. Yeah, and that's one of the things where, when I did get sent home during COVID for the whatever months that they just wanted everybody home, I read an article about that, and they said if you want to be productive, you should get up yep. and get ready like you're going to work Yep. before, you know, just like you're going to work, go to the office, you're just going to sit down on your computer. Get up, get dressed, do all that other stuff. I mean, but the convenience of working for home is, in my opinion, my boss gets more work out of me because I don't have drive time. I'll stay logged on longer. And then in my position, I work on servers a lot of times. At 3 o'clock in the morning on a Saturday when the system crashes and I get a phone call, hey, our system's down, 
I can get up and log in and see Correct. what's going on. Correct. And so, again, you're you're like, you know, in my opinion, John, you're like one of the I don't know, probably five percenters out there that really get it, do well, and yeah. you're you're very productive for your company. Unfortunately, there's well, and I could be off on my numbers, but I think probably at least ninety percent aren't. I bet you if they did it by age group, it the uh, the line would be like forty five. Oh, you're probably Above right on that. Forty five because they we were raised. I'm sixty one. You're fifty eight. We were raised with a different work True. ethic. True. That they are not raised with today, and it goes all the way back to schools today. True. I mean, you you talk about homeschooling and one of your sponsors, but I mean, how much time is wasted in school every day? Too much. Exactly, because my wife's sister homeschools five boys. She's on her last two. <laughs> um, and she says that she gets the work that they do in eight hours in school done in two to two Oh, easy. Hours. Yeah, I'm guessing it's half or less than half, and she proves the point. Right. And, you know, she, they, she works with them, and then, you know, they have their, like, reading assignments. Mm-hmm. They'll read for a half hour, this book, stuff like that. But in school... They do all this nonsense, and then they set the kids home with an hour's worth of homework. Yeah, because there's there's, so, there's there's too much nonsense during the day, John. To your point, that's what and, that's what happens, in my know, opinion. Yeah, but you're right, John. There's a lot of people that can't work from home. Nope. And corporations are learning that slowly yep. but surely. That's right, John. Appreciate it. You're validating what I'm saying. Appreciate you. Have a good afternoon, uh, Jim and Golden. I'll get you in before the break. What's going on? Hello, Hello? Jim. Yeah, I was just wanting to let you know that this Washington was recommended by Senator Hickenlooper. Ah, there we go. I did not know that, Jim. You're 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 giving me insight. I did not know. So so again, we talked the inside politics end of things. There's our answer. Yeah, that's it. I I read that before he was even went before Congress. And so I just thought you'd be interested. I know I appreciate that, Jim. I, I wasn't aware of that, and that explains explains a lot because, uh, frankly, uh, and I don't think highly of Mr. Hickenlooper either. I think he was a <laughs> a lame governor at best. He he ran on the coattails of some predecessors, and as a senator, you hardly hear anything about him. He just sort of runs on the radar. That's what he's done his whole life. I guess they like him better than Joe O'Day, though. Uh, I guess I guess Coloradans do. I don't get it, but I guess they do. Yes. Anyway, that's all I had. Jim, to say. thanks. I appreciate that. I didn't. I did not know that he was a Hickenlooper nominee. Again, it goes back to my point of uh, Mr. Washington has got friends in high places that has enabled him to fail upward, as Joe from Jersey calls it, and Joe's correct. He hasn't been successful yet at anything he's been in charge of. Yes, I'll give him credit. He served in our military. I'll give him credit where credit's due. But after that, to my knowledge, he hasn't done anything of any sort of success yet. And all he does is continue to fail upward. So he ran the train end of things in L.A. He came out here and ran RTD for several years, which we already know what a disaster RTD is. You as a taxpayer, not only through your sales tax that you're purchasing, which is the only way RTD is to get funds, that and fares, it's supposed to be two things. Well, and I guess federal grants, but grants, fares, and what they get from RTD sales tax, which was passed, I believe, back in 1969 here in Colorado. That is their that is their funding mechanism. 
I hope you all know this. If you don't, let me inform you that as taxpayers of Colorado, you are also funding them through your income tax because they have a budget shortfall every year that the legislatures try to do whatever they can to help them, and we write them a check as a state on an annual basis. And in my opinion, a dollar is too much. One dollar is too much to give to RTD. Again, they have got a larger budget, just so you all know this, they have a larger budget than CDOT has, Colorado Department of Transportation which is in charge of all of the state highways across the entire state. RTD, which only runs in this front range area, and it's not everywhere because a county had to sign up back in 1969 to take part in RTD, and not every county does. That's why you don't see buses in every county. But along this front range is the only place RTD operates. They have a larger budget than CDOT has, and they can't even manage that correctly. They are short-funded every single year. I'll look up the numbers here during the, the break, but it's, it's millions of dollars a year they are short-falling that you as taxpayers are making up on an annual basis. That's the leadership of individuals like Mr. Washington that failed at that and somehow got appointed Administrator of DIA, which is also another dismal failure. I talked about that last week. Uh, We can't have a half-inch snowstorm in Colorado in Denver and not have airport delays and shutdowns at times. It's absolutely unexcusable. That's the individual that now is the administration's, the Biden administration's nominee for the FAA administrator. So we'll be right back. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air is coming up next. And Absolute wants to take care of all of your needs when it comes to heating, cooling even as we start warming up here, as we hopefully warm up and head into spring, or anything electrical. 720-526-0231. You hire Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, and you don't want to go anywhere else. Absolute caters to your needs throughout the process, beginning with scheduling that is easy for you. Once you find a date with their scheduling team, they follow up multiple times in different ways to ensure you don't forget and that it still works for you. Keeping the process simple and convenient is important to everyone at Absolute. You will receive a text message before they arrive with a photo of your tech, a bio of who they are, and an ETA. Once they arrive, they quickly put on protective covers over their feet and follow you directly to where they will be working. When finished, you get a full report with pictures and zero-pressure next steps. Providing a level of simplicity for your convenience is crucial to them. Get service that will leave you feeling happy that you did business at Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. For simple scheduling, call 720-526-0231 or visit klzradio.com slash absolute today. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. Okay, in our home transitions, anything you need when it comes to real estate, we've got a team that will help you with that. Two realtors for the price of one. That's Catherine and Robin, 720-437-8210. You're nervous about selling your home because you don't know what you're up against. Cat and Robin of K&R Home Transitions get you up to speed on your competition. As your realtors, they'll drive you around the neighborhood so you can fully understand the competing properties in your area. K&R also actively monitor your competition using the NMLS, and they can even give you daily updates on any changes. 
Sometimes you'll even tour listings that are similar to yours, so you can see the differences in how updated the home is, the size of the yard, the floor plan, and other perks that may give you the upper hand for your listing. Get to feeling confident about selling your home with Cat and Robin. They know how to take the emotions out of stressful situations. Get two experts for the price of one and take advantage of your free consultation with K&R Home Transitions now at 720-437-8210. That's 720-437-8210. Or fill out the contact form at klzradio.com slash home. K&R Home Transitions, powered by Worth Clark Realty. All right, Premier Home Remodels, Interior Design Consulting, Kitchen Remodeling, Bathroom, you name it. They can do it all. Licensed and insured, 720-619-8773. Brian Prendergast, owner of Premier Home Remodel, says that he works with integrity because there's no other way to go. When you choose Premier Home Remodels for your bathroom, basement, or kitchen remodel, you get transparent prices, communication, and progress updates every step of the way. Before Premier, Brian worked for another remodel company that overcharged for labor, marked materials up to 30% above market value, and frequently ignored building code. That's why Premier Home Remodels will never sacrifice what they believe is right just to make a profit. No markups, no unexplained fees, and no cutting corners. Everyone stepping foot in your home is fully insured and has 25 to 30 years of experience in their trade. Premier proves their integrity with a full inspection on the work and a warranty on labor of up to one year after completion. Call Premier Home Remodels now at 888-679-0288. That's 888-679-0288. Get your custom remodel done with integrity. Your business probably overpaid on taxes in 2022. John Rush pays his wage in what he can save you in taxes. Accountants are not always efficient tax planners, and when your business doesn't have one, you need to utilize John's background of 40 years in the industry as your resource for business-first tax planning. John has been doing taxes for his businesses since his early 20s and helps ensure you're looking at everything correctly. You should be planning your taxes early and quarterly with guidance from someone who has years of first-hand experience on how to do it right. Avoid overpaying on your taxes this year and email John Rush now for a better tax strategy before the March 15th corporate tax return date at john at rushtoreason.com. That's john at rushtoreason.com. Or fill out the contact form at klzradio.com slash john. Live and local, back to Rush to Reason. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. I'm going to give you some numbers that are a little outdated, whether RTD has made any improvements on this. I will have to double-check. I didn't realize I was going to be talking about this, or I would have actually read through their 2023 budget. Um, I will do my best to do so. But Colorado Public Radio, CPR, in 2020 did a publication, if you would, or an analysis of their of their budget and the shortfall of, and Colorado Public Radio in 2020 predicted that RTD through 2025, so a five-year time frame, six, I guess six years, I don't know when they did it in 2020, I, I didn't look at the actual date, so let's call it a five-year time frame, was going to have a $1.3 billion shortfall that they had to make up. Charlie just informed me a moment ago, and and uh, this is something that I'll talk about in a minute as far as how many people actually use RTD. But they're actually lowering the fares, trying to get more ridership so they can fill up some of the things that they frankly just don't have enough passengers 
on trains being one of them. And most of you know this from looking around. You can pretty much look at any train, unless it's a Bronco game day, Rockies game day, something along those lines. If it's a non-game day day, you can pretty much look at any of the trains running around town, and most of them are empty. You could fit everybody that's on one train onto one car easily in most cases. And how do I know this? Um, I have trains around me, and I look at the cars specifically when I'm driving past them to see how many people are actually on them. And at night, it's really easy because the train cars are lit up. You can see right through the windows and see who's on them and who's not. It's not hard. Charlie actually did a video years ago when he rode public transportation. He, he did a video years ago where he was dancing on the train all by himself, up and down the aisles, one person on the train. And, and frankly, folks, that hasn't changed much since. Now, all of that conversation came up because Mr. Washington who now is being nominated to be the FAA administrator, who is in charge of Denver International Airport, was, in fact, in charge of RTD, really when I'm talking about these shortfalls back in 2020. He's not been in charge of DIA that long, by the way. He hasn't been successful at anything yet. Somebody actually texted earlier and said, be careful what you say about the VP. The Secret Service might be listening since they're in town today. Uh, you know what? They can listen anytime they want to. I don't care. I don't care if Mr. Washington's listening. I don't care if Governor or the old Governor Hickenlooper, ex-Governor Hickenlooper, who's now a senator, is listening. I don't care. They're all failures in my book. This administration is an utter failure. And I doubt there's a Secret Service person listening that would disagree with me. I'm not saying anything... You know, that would that would threaten the lives of anybody along those lines as far as the administration is concerned. I'm just talking about what a failure they are. Dismal failure. Now, I also believe, as well as a lot of you, that it's purposeful failure. Th- these aren't dumb people. They're failing us and the country on purpose to continue to drive a wedge between the haves and the have-nots and to gain the traction they want for their communist agenda. That's what they're doing. They're making certain things fail on purpose. Now, one thing, though, that I just don't understand is you, you take RTD in our area, for example. If they really are trying to push green energy, quote-unquote, which is what Kamala's in town today as a VP doing, she picked a really bad town to come to to talk about alternative means of transportation if that's something she's going to talk about because we don't have it here. Ours stinks. Anybody that's ever ridden and done anything with RTD could validate what I'm saying. It's awful. Our entire RTD stands for rapid tax drain. No, actually it's not. It's the regional transportation district, but it's a tax drain. I I can't think of a time, and I've pretty much known RTD most of my life. You know, I'm 58 years old. It was signed back in 69, became really popular uh, and really kind of started in full force in about the mid-70s. So I've pretty much known RTD most of my life. And I will tell you this, I, don't, I can't remember a time when I've ever remembered it to be successful. It has struggled its entire life to bring in enough money necessary to support itself. And keep in mind, it gets a lot of tax dollars as is from sales tax because that was what was voted in back in 1969. That's how it was supposed to work back in the day. So, anyways, 
Charlie, let's do this. I know we got a call coming in. Let's take a break. We'll come back. That way, if we have some have enough time, I can take our next caller. American National Insurance is next. Paul Lewinberger, my agent, by the way, my good friend also would love to take care of you. 303-662-0789. You love your spouse. That's why you married them. Every time you look down at your ring, it reminds you of your wedding day, the precious commitment you made to one another, and the vows you exchanged. Until one day you look down, and it isn't there. Make sure that beautiful representation of your love for one another is covered this February with Paul Lewinberger of American National Insurance. Putting your wedding ring on the policy protects you in case you lose it, it gets stolen, or even in the case that the stone falls out. Ideally, you never look down to find it isn't there, but give yourself the assurance that you're protected. Let's say everything goes according to plan and you don't have to make a claim for three years. You'll be getting back 25% of what you paid in premiums three years ago. And in both cases, your spouse will be happy. Protect the investment you made in your love now by calling Paul Lewinberger of American National Insurance at 303-662-0789. Again, 303-662-0789. The best export we have is common sense. You're listening to Rush to Reason. I've... During the break, been reading through a little bit of the budget. It's just public, by the way. It's a public uh, entity, so you can read RTD's budget. What I'm learning is if, in fact, they're viable right now, you know, revenue-wise, it's only because of grants and money's coming in from other, you know, tax dollars, by the way, infrastructure bill, et cetera, that is still our tax dollars that are helping fund RTD because, no, they are not solvent on their own with the two ways that I just mentioned a moment ago. Bob, got a couple of minutes. Go ahead. Oh, John, they, uh, I moved here in 1973, and this RTD tax uh, uh, went in in 1969. Correct. It was a quarter of a percent on three counties, and the, and the purpose of it was they were going to use that money to build a, rail, a, a train from Denver to Winter Park, Winter Park being owned by Denver, it was a, one of the winter uh, park systems. Well, uh, that train doesn't exist. Now it's seven counties, and, you know, you buy a new car, the RTD tax is really high. And I, I, I sent you a text. I drive Uber. Buses and trains are empty. Yep. Express a ride, empty. Yep. Really quick, too, Bob, I did look this up. So fares, fares are only 8% of all of their revenue. 14% comes from grants and third-party contributions like the state legislature, by the way. 76% comes from sales and use taxes. So they, they even with 76% coming from sales and use tax and only 8% coming from fares, they still don't have enough money to make ends meet. Oh, yeah. It, well, that's common in uh, all jurisdictions all through the U.S., especially from Europe. Uh, people are riding in Europe for, like, nothing, and it's all, uh, well, it's called free. Right. Because, uh, it's all tax stuff. But they, they could get rid of RTD and give people uh, vouchers to use Uber. Bob, I did the math one time, and for all the people that are disenfranchised that have to use you know, RTD because of health reasons or whatever the case may be, I did the math one time. We could buy all of them brand-new cars with a driver to drive them around and save money. Oh, yeah, absolutely. 
Literally, that, that's how bad RTD's expenditures are and how much money they waste. And keep in mind, they've promised people up in the northern end of town rail service for now some 15 or 20 years. It, it just They're still talking about it. It hasn't happened yet, as you know, Bob. I'll let you go, Bob. Appreciate it very much. Great phone call. We've got another two hours coming your way. Again, Larry Barron's is going to join us here at the top of the hour here right at 4 o'clock, so stay tuned for him. We're going to talk more about just everything from green energy and even Kamala being here today. So hang tight. We'll come right back. Hour 2 is next. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.